You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. 25 years ago, Paul Newman, with some friends, founded Watermelon Wednesdays that has become an institution here in the Valley. And this Wednesday will be the first show of the 25th season of Watermelon Wednesdays. And we are so pleased to have back with us in the studio Paul Newland, the founder and director of Watermelon Wednesdays. The show this Wednesday, 7 o'clock, Town Hall in Waitley. Watermelon Wednesdays, for those of our listeners saying, what? What is it? Why is it? What is it does? And by the way, congratulations on a quarter century. Well, thanks, Bill. Uh, Watermelon Wednesdays sometimes is neither Wednesdays or watermelon, but mostly it is. And mostly it takes place in our historical little chapel at the outskirts of West Waitley on Conway Road. Uh, But occasionally during the heating season, we're forced to go indoors and use the Waitley Town Hall, which is in the center of downtown Waitley across from the Waitley Inn. Okay. So what is it? What do you do? What What kind of... We we provide uh, music, concerts primarily, almost exclusively. And what kind, what kind of music? Well, we have classical, we have jazz, we have folk, we have old time, we have bluegrass, uh, we have, uh, we had uh, various other, oh, tonight uh, or Wednesday night's going to be swing, uh, gypsy jazz. Really? As played by the incredible Tim Cliphouse from the Netherlands, who's come to Waitley to share his virtuoso on the fiddle with us, and he's bringing together, he's bringing uh, along with him from Los Angeles, Jimmy Grant, who's an excellent guitar player. And both of these guys are like, I think of them as heir apparents or heirs to Stefan Grappelli and Django Reinhardt of the Hot Club of Cowtown. I mean, uh, Paris. <laughs> We've also had the Hot Club of Cowtown, but that's a different band. Okay. And in fact, uh, uh, Gypsy Jazz, so-called, uh, is a... Uh, uh, Django in June is a big deal here in Smith College, it's a, it, uh, it, and, and it's, it's an amazing art form. I mean, these musicians, what they play and the way their fingers dance on a fiddle and on the guitar is just astounding. Well, you'll never see anything better than these two guys. And in fact, uh, Tim often headlines the Django in June week at Smith College with a concert at the uh, uh, Academy. But he also teaches there uh, during the weekend, and I've taken a lesson with him, and he's Fantastic guy, great sense of humor, witty, smart, and God, can he play the fiddle like you've never seen. I remember the first Django concert I went to uh, years ago now, and I could not believe what I saw these musicians do, uh, the dexterity of their fingers on these on these instruments and the sound <laughs> and how they put it together, and then to learn or understand that a lot of this is improvised on the spot. I mean, some of it is, is learned uh, and there are patterns, but still, what they do is really just extraordinary. It's extraordinary, and, and they know the language so well. I remember one time Tim played before, and he was doing the Django and June, and Andrew Lawrence, the founder and uh, director of Django and June, was kind enough to hook us up uh, with Tim. So Tim came out with uh, this mandolin player, Don Sternberg, who... He'd never performed with, and they sat up there in the chapel and played for two hours the most incredible stream of gypsy jazz or jazz music or swing music, whatever you want to call it, I've ever heard. So this is probably Tim's third visit to Waitley. 
Okay, so how do you get such uh, an extraordinary array of musicians for a concert series in a chapel in Waitley, <laughs> Massachusetts? How do you do well, that Well, for 25 years? I know. We got off to a, you know, we started with five concert seasons. Now this season we're having 14 concerts, so we've grown quite a bit in terms of number of concerts. And once you reach a certain point, and, and also because we're sort of off the beaten track, some people say, um, we entertain the musicians at our house, which is right across the street. So we feed them dinner and then they come after the show <clears throat> and we um, just uh, talk and get to know each other. And I get to know other acts by asking these musicians, who else do you think would like to play here? And they say, oh, yeah, you should get Matt Glazer. You should get, you know... Uh, uh, any number of uh, people. And so I call them up or I go online and I look them up and I said, oh, oh, Fred says you guys would really like to play here. Do you have any availability? And we work out a contract. Okay, so <clears throat> a chapel in Waitley, Massachusetts is a destination for musicians. How did that come about? We just persisted. And uh, we kept getting better and better <clears throat> well, not better, but, uh, you know, more well-known acts as time went by, uh, word got out. It's to the point now where I get calls from agents every week, at, at least one or two, say, can you have my people play at your place? We've heard great things about Watermelon Wednesdays. And I go, wow, that's great. Sure. I, I love your people. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I don't think we can fit it in this year, maybe next year. Well... Which is a great place to be in. Okay, so there's there's a significant uh, range of the kind of music that uh, this concert series offers. Uh, is there a theme for the 25th anniversary year, or is it eclectic, or is there a, a, some kind of way to we can decipher what what acts are coming in what order? You have to go to the website and read up on these people, and then go to their website and listen to them or YouTube. Uh, to get a real sense of the kind of music they're playing. But, um, yeah, that's that's the best way. Okay, and so you're going to start with uh, Django uh, music this Wednesday, yep. 7 o'clock? Yep. And, uh, well, how, how do people buy tickets? They go on the website, watermelonwednesdays.com, one word, or watermelonwednesdays.com, yeah. And they uh, buy a ticket there or... If they uh, are on my email list, which they can easily get on by going to the website and subscribing, then they'll get uh, very occasional email blasts about, this is the concert coming up, here's the URL or a link, just click on the link, and you'll go to the ticket place and you can buy your tickets there. So, I Nobody comes to the door and buys a ticket. I see. Okay. Hardly. Okay. So it's possible, but... It's, it's possible, like, but, but usually those people are lost, and they... they <laughs> and they're just trying to find their way out of West Waitley. <laughs> and they go, what's going on here? Oh, you've got music. Maybe you'll check it out. Okay. So uh, I suspect that musicians who want to come to a venue like this have heard that there are good acoustics and a great audience. Tell us more about the feel. How big is it? Uh, what, the, what are the acoustics like? The play seats about 96 people. The acoustics are... So good that when we have bluegrass or, um, you know, classical people or anybody with a cello will stay after the show and start playing solo cello just to amuse them, his or herself. 
with the sound of their instrument in what we like to think is think of as an instrument itself, the chapel room. And the 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 chapel the this is this is a town hall or this is in the chapel. This is the chapel I'm talking about. The town hall also has very good acoustics and was newly renovated, I think, about four years ago, and is a fantastic uh, historic building also. And when heat is needed because of the weather, yeah. um, Watermelon Wednesdays happens where? At the town hall in Waitley Center. And when there is uh, warmer weather, the Watermelon Wednesdays happens? At the West Waitley Chapel in West Waitley on okay. Conway Road. And there's directions on the website. Now, <clears throat> for the 25th anniversary, you're having 14 concerts? That's a lot. Yeah, stretching through November. And do you do this by yourself? Uh, my partner, Claudia, and I do it ourselves. Yes. Wow. And is this all a labor of love for you? It's totally a labor of love. As I'm very fond of saying, I, I, I was watching Ken Burns' uh, uh, monumental series on jazz, and he interviews Matt Glazer, who I mentioned a few minutes before, and Matt says something like, Perhaps the highest calling one can have is to make other people feel joy. And that's sort of my mantra for bringing what I think is really great music to people who appreciate it and leave the theater feeling like feeling a sense of joy. Do the West, West Whiteley Chapel and the town hall seat about the same number of people? No, the town hall is twice as big, so it's almost 200 people. Still, in the scheme of things, these are... Pretty intimate venues. Very much. And I'm wondering whether or not there's a feeling that comes out of this because of this shared experience of people knowing they're going to a bit. Listen, it's not very hard to get to Waitley. How long does it take you to get there from here? 22 minutes. <laughs> I guess you've made that drive a few times. Um, if you know how to get there. Okay. But easy enough to put yeah. on your GPS. Yeah. Um, and I, I suspect that people who are there really have some sort of a shared uh, love of, of the music, and that somehow makes itself present in the venue. Yeah, there's a nice little short video on the website that captures some of that spirit, and I overheard one person years ago saying to her friend, this is an impeccable gem in an improbable place. And of course, <laughs> I thought of the Montague Bookmill yeah, thing, too, but this was actually, I don't know who was first with that. But um, yeah, uh, people do feel that way. I get letters from people uh, all the time after a show saying, how did you do that? Those people were incredible. How did, how did you get them to come to West Whateley? Yeah, it's the question that keeps going around in my head. I, you just have to come out and see for your, hear for yourself. Okay, so you're going to have a <coughs> Django concert this Wednesday. Give us a bit of what is happening in the succeeding succeeding. Okay, so on March shows. 13th, <coughs> we have a, 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 a Celtic celebration of St. Patrick's Day with two groups. Uh, the first one is a two-person group, Natalie Padilla, who lives in Northampton and is a wizard musician and singer, and Jan Falquet, who uh, is also with a band called Genticorum. And then they're followed by a group called Kalosh, K-A-L-O-S. And they're a trio, accordion, uh, fiddle, and guitar. And this is Celtic music in this celebration of St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. yeah. That's right. That sounds amazing. What's what's what are after what happens after them? After them comes Natalie and Brittany Haas, cello and fiddle, 
and they'll be in the town hall as well. And they're fantastic. Um, they've been playing together for I don't know how long, <clears throat> maybe 35 years. Um, and they're among my favorite performers and people. They're super people. And that's one of the great things. People who come to the show in the summer will get to mill around and eat watermelon, which I obligingly slice while the first act is going on. And then people come out and stand around the table eating watermelon, watching the bats come out of the belfry, <laughs> taking in the cows across the street, whatnot, and chatting. It's, it's, a, it's a rural... <laughs> it's a community event. Community yeah. experience. Yeah. Wow. That's just... What a lineup. Uh, well, the lineup, I, I have to say, if we have any more time... Sure. There's, there's lots more than... Uh, we, we, I'm, a, I'm a wannabe uh, bluegrass fiddler you're 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 an excellent musician so so well you're very kind so we have uh terrific bluegrass in the in the form of sister sadie which is a five-woman bluegrass group who won numerous awards for their vocals and then we have um, aj lee and blue summit and then we have uh, mr sun who features daryl anger and company and then i'm going to uh produce the second annual waitley bluegrass festival which will be, I think, probably three groups. We had one last year, Standing Room Only. It was in December. It was fantastic. Um, and there's a really vibrant bluegrass community in the Valley, it turns out. And I'd, I'm sure that is a spectacular show. Oh, and another spectacular show. Yes. I mean, I could go on, and we don't have time. But I'm really looking forward to getting um, uh, Solomia Ivakiv back. She's a Ukrainian violinist. Oh, wow. And... This is going to be a benefit for Ukrainian musicians. When will that be? That will be on May 22nd. Tickets are not yet available. And a lot of tickets aren't available for a lot of these shows, which I haven't posted on the web. But you can get tickets for uh, the Haas Sisters and uh, the March 13th, as well as you can get still tickets for Tim and Jimmy, although they're they're moving. <clears throat> and uh, Solomia is going to be joined by harpsichordist Stephen Beck. Okay, from, so, from so, UMass. And where do we? Oh, really? So where do we go to again? What's the, what's the to get website? a ticket? Go go to the website watermelonwednesdays.com. Please uh, subscribe to our mailing list because that'll make your life easier, and you'll be able to get tickets. Uh, I provide links in our email in our emails that go out. But just go to the website and explore. We have dozens of old videos of old concerts that we've had in the chapel and the town hall. So you can watch those for free. And for this Wednesday, are some tickets still available? Yes. I haven't done the latest count, but yes, there's some tickets still available. Okay. And tell us one more time, where do we go? Go to watermelonwednesdays.com and go to upcoming shows and you'll be able to link to uh, the ticket sellers from there. Paul Newland, founder and director of Watermelon Wednesdays, thank you so much for bringing this incredible music to the Valley. Well, thank you, Bill, so much. And you congratulations, did a great job. And congratulations on your 25th anniversary. <laughs> I don't. What what anniversary is this for you? <laughs> We've been here. This is year 14. Yeah. Yeah. How, but how long has uh, your show been going? This show, 14 years. 14 years. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay. Thanks. Starts a rolling, you know I wanna be sitting in the Opry. Well, 
way back in Tennessee. And the mandolin starts picking. This is Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg.